You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on Podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to, like my guest, frolic over other nerdy subjects in their free time. Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show, you want to help support the show, keep the generators running in the Wayne Manor study, just go to patreon.com slash the batman bc now thank you for listening to episode 139 batman in january that's right wrapping up another month which means it's another wrap-up episode which means it's another appearance from my co-host uh the greatest italian peter arvera hello pete i don't frolic i keep telling you you i read shit (laughs) no one frolics we're always frolicking. I posted I on the like Twitter a account once of a, of a man just frolicking out in the fields, and he was so happy. And I'm like, Pete, this is us with comic books. I don't no, know why you can't the, understand this. I, I told you, I Googled frolic, and you saw what the results were. Yeah, and you were the only one out of all of us that had those results pop up. I don't so know, I, don't I don't know, know what's going on with your then You guys history. got some messed up internet. <laughs> Whatever kind of internet goes on in Indiana. No, I don't clearly, think we have like, messed uh, up internet. So anyways, uh, hey, happy that you're back. And this is what, so this is something <laughs> that I discovered, Pete. Because ah, I want to hear because of DC Universe Infinite Ultra, this show now has like served has two like services. One, it's a wrap up show for comics that came out this month, and it's a preview for Ultra users for what's coming to Ultra in February. How does that work? Ultra doesn't release the the, the same time as print. Ultra, I believe, is thirty days. Thirty days. Yeah, and what's okay? So there's two versions of DC Universe. I, I don't subscribe, so there's two versions. Of yeah, so th- there's like a, different tiers, and the Ultra one, you, I just pay is you just pay just like a little bit more, and there's less of a wait. And Infinite used to always be, you know, it's like six months or you know. Because of you, something. I see that word like that now. I can't see that and frolic. I'm like haunted by yes, the same effect. Infinite frolic. It's a word. If you said here. frolic like that, like you were like an eighties action like movie <laughs> announcer, it might pass. But because you because you say it like you're Kermit the Frog. <laughs> well, don't do my frolic like Schwarzenegger, like in Predator, and they're all around us. Let's go. It's time to frolic. <laughs> yeah, like if you said it like that, if you were like Stallone. Like, hey, oh, hey. Uh, frolic. I think he might have said that in Rocky 3. Get in the ring and frolic. Those are my my terrible 80s action star uh, (laughs) attempts. So anyway. Yeah, because um, I was talking to our mutual pal here, uh, Carlos from the Nerd Room. uh, Batchin. Stick around for our next episode. And yeah, he was talking about the wrap-up episodes and listening to those. And Pete. I've told you before too. We started this almost two years ago. Has just it been because two years? I knew that you were reading the monthlies. I was reading monthlies, and like yeah, let's just a little bit of a different flavor each month. We'll do that. I'll do the evergreen episodes, but then we'll do the wrap ups and keep it kind of contemporary. And people actually 
people download and listen to the wrap up episodes. They're pretty um, highly downloaded consistently. Good. I hope some people so, have saved money. We're doing the work. I hope some people, people have spent money, so. but I hope, you know, I hope we've uh, influenced some people. You know, we're we're sway you. Are we influencers now? Yeah. Why not? Do I get a check? Do I get a check? No, not a blue one, like an actual check. Do I get a check? <laughs> no. <laughs> if we're influencing people for DC positively, can we get checks? Yeah, I mean that'd, that'd, be, that'd nice. be nice, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> so instead, so they like, like challenge us you. and try to make us read a million books a month. Yeah, like oh, we can't publish more Batman books. Guess what? Here's three titles. <laughs> yeah, there you go, guys. Um, I'm ready to dive in. You ready to dive in? No, because I don't really like this one. <laughs> Let's frolic about the. Uh, this book was a frolic. <laughs> Batman comics in January. Now, now looking through the list, this is what I'm discovering. So actually throughout this whole month, I stayed on pace pretty well, like weekly. And it got really bad because as I was looking over the list uh, yesterday, and everything, I'm like, yeah, I don't remember what happened here. I don't remember what happened here. Whereas yeah, before you and I would kind of right? like, we do like a binge the last, like the week leading up to our recording. And then it'd be like blasting through everything and stuff. And here yeah. I was like, no, oh, I read this one at the beginning of the month. And I don't remember a whole lot of what I felt like I read here, these here, books here, last here. week, to be honest with you. <laughs> you did? Oh, good for you. Um, <laughs> well, I said I felt like I did. You felt like it. Well, yeah, because I was like, I feel like I feel like I was really ahead of schedule. I remember talking to you one one day and I was like, all I need to do is read 131 night watch and gilded city and i was like we're and we're ready to go <laughs> yeah you're ahead of your game you added one too that you weren't expecting to and we'll get to that here in a few minutes but let's let's kick it off as we have um for the longest time for the longest time batman number 131 the batman of gotham part one written by chip zadarsky with pencils by mike hawthorne uh so jorge jimenez uh, wrapped up the failsafe arc last month and this month we got a new artist in here and i wrote my review on batman on film and i think i of you and i i think i had more of a positive vibe with failsafe as an overall arc but that doesn't necessarily mean that i loved it it was just like i was kind of entertained even though that i i wasn't really a massive fan of the story i was kind of entertained with it enough uh this seems like this is going to kick off an arc that's going to be the exact opposite as in the failsafe was a batman arc it was big it was loud it was a summer um popcorn flick basically that is what i think i kept saying to you whereas this seems like they're going to go for down and gritty and make it all about bruce wayne zadarsky kind of uh stripped him of everything and threw him into a gotham that's kind of unrecognizable and I'll credit uh, our our pal Paul Herman because he he and I were talking about this and he said that he thinks that failsafe served as a means to an end to get to this issue and now this is where Zadarsky's I've heard people arc, say that Paul's not yeah yeah no I've heard where Zadarsky's arc may be like well we have to figure out a way to get Batman to this point so I can really start and I think that makes a lot of sense um, I was in I was invested I liked I liked this issue I thought it was uh, interesting intriguing um i hope it's not long of bruce wayne not in the bat suit and stuff because i do like 
Bruce Wayne in his bat suit with all of his gadgets and stuff. But I think, you know, down to the bare bones and stuff, this is a, I think at a, this was a good start to a new arc. Uh, I, to me, just, this just doesn't tickle my fancy. I don't, this okay. weird, what was that? I said, okay. This weird skeleton Gordon, uh, Batman being in a different. Reminded right? me of Corpse Bride. I don't yeah, know why. I, I a corpse just... Bride of a dancing skeleton and a mustache. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Um, I just like is sure. this what Phil Safe wanted to give me? Is this my gift? A world without a bat? Like I was like, ah, okay. And then I see, you know, you know, uh, Judge Dread Dent walking through the hallways, and uh, <laughs> it's just, yeah. I, just get me back to the, just get me back to Gotham and the Joker, please, because uh, I don't know what this is. I can't stand this. Uh, I'm not. I'm not enjoying this. Um, okay. Zdarsky's run has been a, for me personally. He's been a huge disappointment. But I think his backup story was very good. His backup mm-hmm. story about Robin, I thought, was very touching and heartwarming. And like, even out of coming out of a story, a primary story that I don't like. I also don't like what he did with Selena. I don't like. I don't like this world. I just don't like this else world. That's just me. But the backup story with Robin, I thought, was very heartwarming, and I enjoyed the the, the search and the, and the trust and between the two. And I, I kind of like watching him grieve. Um, he's you know he's 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 reaching out to super. I, I don't know what to call Jonathan Kent. Is he Superboy? Is he Superman? I don't know, I don't know what to call Jonathan him at, at Kent. This point. Uh, he, John Kent, he's reached out to John Kent. He's reached out to Nightwing. Um, you could see a little bit change in his demeanor. He's a little bit quieter. Uh, he's not as talkative as he is in his battles. Uh, the backup story is so much better than the primary, in my opinion. Um, the primary is just like, I'm like, oh, God. this, I feel like it's like a more updated version of, of the return of Bruce Wayne. Like, that's what it is. Fail safe is dark side. I can get that. away to some stupid land. And now I've got to watch Bruce Wayne run around with Skeletor until he returns to Gotham city. So you, and this is, this is just not for me, <laughs> but uh, you oh, keep writing backup stories with Robin like that. And I, I'll at least read that and enjoy that. But yeah, I'm with you on the, the skeleton. Um, Like it should be, I feel like it's like, is this dead man? We'll, Did you write we'll this see, originally as dead man? <laughs> like, we'll see where it goes with that i didn't need it the other stuff intrigued me more than that did i don't have this like oh man it's so it's so trippy it's so cool what is this it was more like yeah what is this what the hell's <laughs> going on here <laughs> you know I, eh. it was um yeah, that part was like well but overall I, I have a positive impression for the kickoff to the new arc uh also that first tuesday of the month we had I think this is the last one too. Batman Nightwatch number five. Did you check this one out? I did. I did. This these stories are. Uh, I would. They're the equivalent of your Scooby Doo stories. They're simple. They're fun. They're for a young audience. Um, the, the you get the you get a good um, crime filled story. Oh, I forget what the backup story was. But the backstory they, they, is like kids in a library. Oh uh, yes, the kids down. helping Batman. They, they, they were, the kids are like writing a Batman comic, and so and it's it's like uh, it reminds me of like the the Legends of the Dark Knights <laughs> from Betas, kind of like that type of thing. They're like they're like talking about their version yeah. of Batman, stuff like that. And so, who was included in that? The Court of Owls. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, they're everywhere. Apparently, they, <laughs> they are. They can't go away. People say there's too much Joker. I say there's too many owls. There's too many um, owls. Yeah. So I thought I thought this was fun. Did you did you get into this one? I did. I'll be What'd picking up if they collect this in a trade because I still didn't go back. I I haven't read the first issue, physical issue of Batman Nightwatch. The mm. one I think you read it and I think you recommended it. And then the next month is when I picked up reading 
this, but I'll collect the trade when they release it because I am. I'm pretty sure that like issue five is the last. Yeah, it's a it's the last one, but I think this could be a great ongoing series. I know how they they split it up, so each physical issue contains two of the digital first issues. Um, I think they could just keep doing that, make it an ongoing series because I think I don't know, it's fun. It's uh, it's harmless. It's uh, bringing you know, it's more. I, you, I think you have to have a child's book, like right. You have yeah. to have a kid's book out there. Because like I'm, I don't know, like I don't know if I want a kid to read like even urban legends, right? Like I don't want to sound like you know all Kowalski out there, but you know, like I, I just like, are you going to spend eight bucks on a on a book for a kid? Not really. Like there's also a price point here. Like for a young reader, it's easy to follow. Like like I said, the first story is a nice little crime Harley Quinn thing where they go out and they catch Harley, and they have this cool little fun story in the background. Like I, I think it and works. The second one's aimed more for the younger mm-hmm. demographic too, because it's like, you know kids in a in a library and stuff so yeah exactly like you said that legends of the dark knight episode of i mean the animated series so i think it's i think it's fun i hope it i don't know i hope it picks back up they mm-hmm. continue in some fashion maybe that's already happening and we're just unaware because they haven't announced it cool so yeah more night watch because it's it's fun i enjoyed it yeah i i really did myself i'm, I'm su- i was surprised at how really like well it was written they took they took like a lot of pride in this like they didn't rush this they didn't try to like pull something over just so parents have to buy books for kids like these stories are actually decent you know crime tales like they're mm-hmm. decent batman tales they're yeah. very simple but there's you know like they gotta catch harley harley stole hyenas we gotta catch harley <laughs> like, yeah but they're fun like i was digging them and the covers are really cool and i think they incorporated a lot of hardcore batman characters like we saw harley nightwing uh nightwing obviously nightwing but um uh, what's it called uh man bat penguin uh mr freeze was in one like they covered a lot of villains in only five issues yeah that's fun yeah, got, got the gamut little, if you it will. was a fun little romp around gotham <laughs> Also known I'm as frolicking. We're you're frolicking. If you frolic in Gotham, Nightwise. you're getting mugged. <laughs> Romping and frolicking. That's go frolic in Gotham and get mugged. So the the next uh the next Tuesday, January 10th, the Batman and Scooby Doo mysteries. Um, more of the same, but that's mm. not a negative. Uh, it's fun. They went to the beach, brightly colored. There's a mystery. It was more so more on Mystery Inc. than Batman on this one, I think. But uh, we yeah. still got an inclusion of this that era of Batman. I feel like the coloring is a little bit different here to where it's even more blue, bright blue Batman, which, of course, he's on the beach and stuff. But um, I don't know. It's fun. You actually read this one. I dug it. It was cute. It was a nice little tale. It was it was a nice. It was a nice Scooby tale. Yeah. And it's fun because like this is feels more Scooby than uh, Velma apparently because I, I hear Velma's getting just absolutely just butchered by everyone. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I'm I haven't watched it myself hesitant. either. But I haven't heard anything good about it. I haven't either. So, <laughs> so, but um, this yeah, is like a one a great one two punch of this this series and Nightwatch. Give those two to to kids. Yeah, no, these are great. great. That's like one of them has to come out on top. I feel like maybe Scooby is more of a limited run, but Nightwatch was a fun little thing. But no, I, I I put it up there with it. I think they're they're just as fun. It's just like I don't know, it's not really my thing. You know, like the kids' books aren't my thing. I will pick them up. Like I read a couple of them digitally. I read a, I bought a you know I bought the one with the cool covers. You know, it's they're yeah. kind of like any other comic book to be honest. But um, yeah, no, uh, I I really was I, I dug it. Um, 
you definitely dug it more than I did. It's definitely like you're it's right up your alley. You know, that's so that that Ryan Lauer me TV like lighthearted alley. The this one so this one I liked for sure, mm-hmm. but this one is nowhere near the like list of favorites of these issues of this series. Like th- of this, you know, volume two or the volume one. Um, but it was I don't know, it's still something the first that I, I one get they printed about reading was such a fantastic the very first issue yeah was such a fantastic issue and yeah. i was really excited for what was going forward and uh it just kind of didn't continue on like that which it's is phrasing fine. i think that i've said i've used on here recently i think it might have been the i am bane episode where i said out the gate if you hit a it's like if you hit a grand slam to win the world series anything you do after that is not going to be as good so okay. you could hit a double, which is solid, but it's it's no grand slam win the World Series. And, you know, mm-hmm. the first issue of Batman Scooby-Doo, I feel like they pulled out all the stops and did that year one meshing and all that stuff. And it was just like it was just completely fun, uh, the story and like the, the little Easter eggs and stuff. And, you know, I brought that up to Ivan Cohen when he was on back in November um, and said that, too. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of love going into the series. I think you can feel that. Um so it's, I mean, we'll just keep, obviously, keep reading it. As, as long as they keep publishing them and keep them up to this level, we'll keep reading them. That's it. Hook, um, line, and lower. Pete, let's uh, later rest Batman Urban Legends with issue number 23, because I think this is the final one. It was a solid two-year run. There you go. Uh, this You've been all about this from the beginning, so why don't you go ahead and take it away? Yeah, uh, you get a really f- uh, fun Nightwing story, a good Batman and Robin story. Uh, I, you know, Gotham Academy is what it is, and it involves the Queen of Owls. And then, it is uh, what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. And then uh, there's a cool little the Batman Murder Club. Where we get the conclusion of that, and uh, goes out on a bang. Some good stories, some good art, at a great price, and you know, I, I. I uh, I can't believe that this is the one book that survived the the post AT and T run. <laughs> this was one mm-hmm. of their mandates. They were doing a lot. They wanted to do a lot of like overpriced anthology books, and that this one lasted a lot longer than and, everybody else. Um, and you got them all, all but one. <gasps> what I don't think get? I I don't think I was able to grab. I think I don't have issue nine. I don't. Oh. I'm missing. I'm missing issue nine. I'm missing one. Um, but that's, that's it. Bad. Yeah, okay. uh, but I'm a big fan. I mean, I'll track it down at a con or something later on. Sure. Down but um, yeah, also, no, I mean, that ace story was probably the best story to come out. Like, I'll take the ace story so over even I, I over loved, Mr. Zdarsky's Red Hood story. Right I'll now, I'm it. negative on Zdarsky. I loved that Red Hood story. But it's not I better do, than I think, dog story, bro. I think ace. I think ace tops it. That, that was a fun that one. Was great. That's um, such I, a me- it, memorable story. So I didn't even think about is this ending or anything like that until I did see the cover and I said the final showdown. And then I put the pieces together looking. I'm like, well, look at all these characters that are on the cover. And it booked, you know, it's a wrap. And on the back, on. too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait, they're kind of highlighting all the stories that were included in this, those characters. And so then I, I started to look it up. And yeah, sure enough. um, I don't know what I what came up. Might be like the DC dot fandom site or something like that, mm-hmm. and and it said Batman Urban Legends was a comic book series from blah 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 until 2023, and I was like, 
I think this is the last one. Uh, um, I mean, it's no surprise. Ace is front and center. Let's be honest. Yeah, damn right. Um, I've, I don't know. I was like up and down on the series as a whole, but I think as you and I would break it down, usually there'd be at least two stories in each one that were at least like entertaining and good. And therefore that that's how you can justify spending your money. But, um, and this one, I, this one I thought was, was pretty good. I did like the Nightwing uh, story. It was just a two parter, but I thought that was cool. Felt like it could have been in the main Nightwing run. Um, it fits. It feels like it fits right in. It feels like a wonderful companion piece. Yeah. And then Batman and Robin, that story with Simone DeMeo did the arts. He did the uh, White Knight uh, Red Hood tie-in story. He did the first of the two issues for that. So he instantly got caught my eye with the art, but I thought that was pretty good. And um, yeah, Gotham Academy, or Arkham Academy, I didn't read. And then the, the Murder Club, I thought it's like a pretty interesting story. I'd have to go back and like reread the parts to make everything kind of snap together, but I think overall on urban legends. Yeah. I mean, we just keep hyping it up, but rightfully so the, the ACE story, which now I wish that I could, I should have done my homework and written down the notes, but write down which issues that that ACE story was in. But I think it's included in the third volume of the, the trade paperback. Um, That's the highlight for me, as is the red hood story that was the first like five or six issues and then that i think it i think it was number 17 that had flash aquaman black adam and it was batman doing like a story with each one of them or something that was just like a totally that was a blast of an issue so i think overall the issue is pretty or the series is pretty good so um yeah r.i.p but i'm sorry so okay oh (laughs) snuck out of there Yeah, I mean, overall, like, the, just the mixture of what the title was able to bring you, like, there's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, like, you got some really interesting superhero stories, really interesting stories from the future state, uh, current mm-hmm. timeline, uh, you got you got an incredible story with nothing but animals, um, it really knew no bounds, like, it just, mm-hmm. it sprawled, it was Batman Urban Legends, just all characters, <laughs> I mean, you see it. I mean, the, <laughs> from Alfred, uh, Metamorpho, like just the covers of Tana. It touched a uh, grifter. It touched on all these characters. Ah, and, grifter. You know, yeah. And then you, you look at the cover and you're like, man, Red Hood and Azra look so much alike. <laughs> 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 they do. I haven't checked on DC Universe Infinite Ultra to see, but I think that they've they've uploaded this series as well. Mm-hmm. And so maybe people are, are waiting I don't know how this how it did. So I don't know anything about its cancellation. I don't know its numbers on if it I feel did, like a lot of people stayed well, away but... from it because of the price point. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's it's it was almost like a disservice for the book. But then you don't account to how many stories you actually get. And then it's like, oh, for the price, it's almost like buy one, get one free. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Um if you have Ultra up to issue twenty two is available. So it's pretty much all on there. And it's, I mean, it's got a bunch of highlights worth checking out. So I'd recommend it to anybody that, that has the service and hasn't checked it out. It's, it's good. Uh, moving right along, Peter. 
the new launching of I didn't even know about this until you know we started to get the early access that Batman the Adventures continues season mm-hmm. three has launched an issue number one and you know what they can't miss because this was yet again another story by Alan Burnett and Paul Dini and uh Oscar Delgado also known as the Hitman Muscle um this was fun. I thought it was uh, fit right in line with what we've, I guess that by now we've come to expect like with this, with this series um, got some other characters we're familiar with a lot of the vibe of the animated series looks, you know, it fits, it looks great. Uh, it's one thing for me of, I don't know how you bring in artists. So way back and way back when, um, when Garrett and I talked to Uncle John Summeriva and he did the Batman TMNT adventures and it was blending the animated series with the 2012 TMNT series. And it's like, how do you artists make something your own, but then also have to make sure that you fit a style, you know, and this is Jordan Gibson. So it's not Bruce Tim. Um, and I'm, I'm going blank on the other name who somebody who an artist when they did these series in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the matching the world and the designs and everything like really, really well, you know, so it feels like a perfect continuation because I think we'd all feel shortchanged if it was drastically different because we're like, well, this isn't the animated series, but this isn't the Batman right. Adventures continue, but it's got to like, look this, like it. Exactly. Uh, but overall, I don't know. I was really pleased, really excited. I think this is going to be another eight issue or seven issue. I think seven issues um serious so we've got another six months to look forward to with this stuff i had a blast i liked it yeah uh is is this is this a new villain like because uh, i'm like I, I feel like i'm not fuzzy to me yeah yeah i'm, unfamiliar so I'm gonna with say him. yes um, i think he's new so i'm sitting here i'm like man this is how you introduce new villain detective comics <laughs> you know like i'm saying this is how it gets done someone needs to read them some paul didn't turn into a werewolf and have 10 eyes on his fingers yeah well i like 10 eyed man that's about the only thing but um, <laughs> i know ryan lauer does um yeah this was really i mean like what can you say like these guys know batman like it's like i could how can i convince you that alan burnett and paul dini need you to buy their book like i i shouldn't be able to you should just do it like your bat sensibility should just be like yeah, this is in good hands. I'm going to read this. And uh, again, it's just, it falls in line. It's as fun as the TV show ever was. It's so fun as the TV show still is. Like I watch it, I get the same reaction. You know, like it's mm-hmm. a beautiful, again, companion piece to what we've been getting. Um, and I am just like over overzealous that like this is an ending. The Batman the Animated Series doesn't end. It hasn't ended, right? We've gotten three volumes of this stuff over the past That's couple correct. of years. And yeah. it's just like, oh, this is great. This world continues. So, you know, and I'm so and it doesn't have to be sold to Netflix. It'll just go the let's see the Batman, the new Batman Adventures, the Batman Adventures, Batman and Robin Adventures, whatever, like the comic series from the 90s. It's not like I know those verbatim. So it also feels very great and refreshing of those. Actually, those aren't as good, I think, as these are Okay, the ones from the 90s. I think these are much better. I think the oh, dude, I think these are superior, far superior. I wouldn't. I mean, I'm. I wouldn't argue with you because I think that these are all because the guys who were making the show were making the show. They weren't making the comic. The artwork's is good, but I think the stories are better in these. These are better now. Nice. There's on page 14. It's like the two panels that I just feel like ooze that show from the 90s is like when they're leading muscle 
the mm-hmm. police cars and then Batman standing there, the moon behind him, the red sky and yeah. his cape and, and silhouette and stuff. I'm just like, man, that that's the freaking animated series. It looks so good. And then if you look at the cover, it's almost like slightly updated, but like the way that they drew Killer Croc, mm-hmm. it's like he's he, it, it's it's a perfect interpretation. Even Mr. Freeze is very well done. Did you, you see know, the variants for these? No, I didn't. How so it's like title card is one of oh, them. Oh, wow. Yeah, that looks which that I would have awesome. bought that. That's impressive. And then Kelly Jones did one. Justin like that. And Justin then there's a, this one's like a character profile or something. Ooh. And so it's like Clayface in the is that, uh is that Bermejo? No. I I don't I can look it up. Um the name, but that's what I thought. And I was like, oh, is this gonna be a clayface story? But then it just made me think of uh the the Clayface two parter and the big um the ending when he's in back in that room and there's all the TV monitors and stuff mm-hmm. and Batman's fighting them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Oops. That's what it's, I'll say it's that. oh the title card variant was Hayden Sherman. I think maybe yeah, Steve Beach villain variant cover. Steve Beach. Yeah. So that yeah. just makes me wonder if like all of these are gonna have a different uh, another version like that highlighting That'd another cool. character. So yeah. I would start collecting the title cards then. Yeah, the title card part looks cool. Uh moving along then. Batman and the Joker, the deadly duo, number three. It- would you say, Ryan? I know. I know. For me, this is true. This is my most anticipated book every month because I've just been so fascinated by it. Uh, it's up there. I haven't put much yeah. thought on what I look forward to the most in reading because what we just talked about might be up there now. Mm-hmm. Reading the next one of those, reading this, and then maybe Joker, the man who stopped laughing. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So yes, it's one of them. One of sure. three. Maybe one of two. So you can kick us off then. Uh it's it's like it's really cool. I get you get some solid Alfred Nightwing, you get some solid Batman. Um the Joker is really being detained by Batman, it seems mm-hmm. like. Instead it's not as much of a partnership until really the end of the book. And uh slowly we're learning more and more about who our villain is and what they're they're up to. And uh it's it's been a it's been a slow burn, but um you know, I, I'm still really into it. I want to see where this goes wrong because at some point Batman can't trust the Joker, right? Yeah. So I'm waiting for the turn. Um, but still really heavily interested in this and wondering where it's gonna go. Um I, I kind of like the the slow burn for the story. I've heard some people actually don't like it. They're comparing it to a lot of people compare it to like '90s garbage, like overhyped, over like over stylized, or like I was like, wow, some people are ripping this book apart. Um, but uh, I was uh, very shocked to hear that. But uh, I've had nothing but positive things to say about it. And you know, I can't wait to see what the big reveal is for like these nomad Joker things. Like I'm really excited to see. There's there's something with it. I mean, maybe in '90s, but I don't mean in a in a bad way. Like. I kind of feel like there could be a little bit of like this issue specifically saw blended with some David Fincher, like seven, (laughs) like as far as like a vibe that I can get Mm -hmm. with it. And then of course there's like a little bit, you know, going comic booky with the, the serums and all that stuff, but also kind of like, whatever it's, I can go with it as stupid as it sounds. I can go with it as long as it works for me. And it's like, it, it works for me. I, I'm not hesitant. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And whatever his 
weird SM mask while he's in the bat cave but like yeah i like, like that dynamic i like it's interesting like, yeah it, it it is interesting and i think the art's great the art's very moody and i want to um, know why the i want to know why batman has him restrained like that because as far as i know i've never seen batman do anything like that that's <laughs> you, you know restrained like, like what like just the, the fact with the he's not even allowed to see what the bat cave looks like see i you think know, all that makes total sense no, it does. It's just, it's, we, but I've, again, we've never really seen like Batman will blindfold you until you get to the bat cave. Like he'll give the, the bat sleeping spray, right? Until you get to he the, and bat the cave. He and Alfred were just like, how do we detain him? Or Alfred asked him that. And, and Bruce, yeah, like, where's out out like, who pulls pocket, out this mask? That mask. He's just like, ah, I'm done with this now. <laughs> yeah, Alfred's like, well, Sally went home. <laughs> <laughs> but um, even at the end of the book, they tease uh, the, the inks by Sylvester. Mm-hmm. I would buy a black and white of this book. I think like that would his, look cool. His bat, the, like those panels of Batman. Oh my God, are they like just like beautiful? The yeah, art's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm really, I, I'm curious. Like, I just, I, it's cool that we're like what three issues in, and they still have a lot of the questions. Like, I think that's good. Too many questions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think this is a seven a seven part series as well. So um almost halfway through so i mean that's just that's good the story's moving i don't have any of like okay what the hell's going on it's like enough to where i do know what's going mm-hmm. on but i still don't know where we're headed and I'm, but i'll say I'm it's like it's not like that. it's not like the first issue where at the end of issue one i was like oh my god like now I'm like, zombies. yeah i'm like okay all right breadcrumbs what are you doing all right i'm with <laughs> i'm with you mark i'm with you let's see yeah. let's see what's going on here okay all right all right. And doing? moving along then to I am Batman number 17. I don't read this, Pete. You do it. I think what I looked up and saw is that this is the second to last issue of the series. I think it's ending yeah. with 18. Um it's uh it's it's just more of the same, you know, just <laughs> Jace having his struggles with the police, and now he's got his little sister involved, and they're kind of doing crime fighting together. Um and uh, you know, there's a special uh, guest. I think you can figure out who it is. Uh, surprise at the end of the issue. Um, but it's kind of, they kind of no, it's not a head. So, got a little more time. It could have gotten me the second to last issue of the series. <laughs> if egg had um, appeared, yeah, it it definitely doesn't feel like it's going to close though. But um, okay. there are there's definitely some. The main, like you know, the emotional part of the story is you find out that, uh, that you know, Jace was adopted and that Lucius is unfaithful, and it's like I was like, oh wow, huge character flaw on Lucius right here, right? Like, mm. usually Lucius is an upstanding citizen, but he's got a little bit of a dark past, so that was interesting. We had a little bit of a how dare you? Yeah, we had a little bit of a Fox Family uh, intervention, and it was kind of like it, it was it was very deep, and I was like, oh wow, Fox like, Family frolic. No, no one frolics, Ryan. You're so weird. <laughs> Especially not at a time like this. <laughs> you find out like your parents didn't conceive you, weirdo. Um, but yeah, it doesn't feel like they were frolicking. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see. It's it was it's been fun since uh, Batman's been in New York. So I, I'll say that much. I didn't read anything before that. I think I hopped on like issue nine. So it, what I've read, I've liked. Well, there you go. There um, go. Also, that week, which I left it off of our list. I don't know if you read it uh lazarus planet i did you did okay because that's a it's a carry so the batman versus robin 
series. Well, even just the, into, the Robin Solo series leads into Batman vs. Robin. So, so got to include that. All this big old epic and um, I think the checklist is like 15 comics or something to tell this Lazarus story. So I just thought like, I don't know that I'll even be able to keep up with it all. And I don't know that I will. So um, we can, you can touch on that um, when we do the wrap ups or when it all culminates and you can give a full, but I just, as of now, I'm, I'm not going to follow along with that. I don't think so. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably, well, it depends. Like I, I don't have the book. I don't know where that stupid book is. You caught me off guard. I didn't think you were going to talk about it. So I didn't actually pull it out. I just saw it again. I'm like, ah, this is a continuation of Batman versus Robin. Um, I, it, it's, I wish I knew where the stupid book was. Play this though. The, the art was cool. I'm trying to find yeah. the name of the. I don't know. Because if I don't look at it, like it's like you read so many books, you don't remember the hell it is. But anyways, you read it but from your I read memory. It, you liked uh, it. Yeah, it's cool. It, I don't know if I'm gonna read all the all of the tie-ins and everything. It's like I may just do this on like a cover to cover, but there's like one tie-in that has Robin on it or something like that. Like as I was re- as I was flipping through the previews, they show you like what's coming up next in the next few months. But um, it all depends. I'll, I'll, I'm interested because I haven't read. It's just by coincidence I've been reading it. Like it's been like a Wade williamson thing through through robin through batman versus yeah. robin so like i've just been just by chance i've been reading it because it takes place in the robin story books but i've enjoyed it for the most part we'll see where it goes like i don't know what the ramifications will be like i don't know how much of the dcu this is going to impact considering we just had our first big crisis in dc uh, uh in, in a dark crisis right so that's the recent thing that's what they're kind of rebounding from um so it, it'll be interesting to see what how it uh plays out but like I don't expect huge ramifications because like I said they just came out of dark crisis like literally like a mm-hmm. week ago, so don't expect major changes. So fierce or not fierce day, Ricardo Federici, um, the art is the artist on this. I think his art is like pretty damn good. And I was looking, I'm like I feel like that name I know. So he doesn't have a long standing list. Uh, with DC works, but I mean, he did do Fear Stay Omega One, Fear Stay Alpha One, which I think I read both of those because I just wanted I wanted to attempt to keep up with stuff. I do like maybe that's where I know this this style and this look. And he did the Dark Knights, the Murder Machine number one, um, which was like the the line of the bad Batman from Dark Knights. Um, which are actually really cool standalone stories. So the mm-hmm. art alone on this, I think, is it's pretty standout. Federici does like, it some good work, um, and it's not like it's it's not like a it is Batman heavy, but don't expect it to be very grounded. Like you know, the Blue Devils involved in this. And oh, I saw the last page. Yeah, Swamp Thing it's is not going to be involved. <laughs> grounded. You know, it's like you know, but like Robin is leading the charge here. You know, and for some reason that Monkey Prince, he's big in this. Like as I'm flipping, yeah. I finally found the book. By the way, I'm All flipping right. through it. Power Girls involved. So it's if you like fantastical type DC, you know, and then you get the JSA. It's it's pretty cool. But um, like I said, I'm more curious about what the outcome is going to be because like you just come out of one big huge crisis. I yeah. wonder what this Lazarus thing, and they teased it during Future State too. Remember Lazarus, that Lazarus resin, that was big yep. in the Robin series and the Catwoman stuff too. I believe she was stealing it. So um, they've been this Lazarus idea has been kind of around for a while now. So we'll see where 
takes uh takes effect. There you go. Pat there we go. Uh, Pete will and, give and, us and, the and, monthly wrap-ups on the Lazarus. Ryan Lauer surprising me. We do we even get to Batman and Friends? Because this is totally like a Batman and Friends book. Yeah, that's Whoa. what I was actually gonna say is when we get down Jeez. there to that, well any any further updates on the Lazarus planet um will come in the towards the end from here on out in the wrap-ups but i just saw it now oh, so i thought i just read by it. the mid show right Hoss, check it out we did it <laughs> we broke the shell we You're broke welcome. the shell need to add some kind of like breaking news alert or something like that moving along to the third tuesday uh batman fortress number eight p this the the shocking conclusion as the cover even states and i'll go first um i've been a big fan of the series i think it's been a lot of fun um i like where it's gone with some places i really loved the first issue that was the blackout gotham and batman being batman trying to you know help the city during um darkness uh Gary Witta writing the story, Derek Robertson. And I do, I know, I think we've commented on here before. Like, I do think I like Derek Robertson's art quite a bit. I do think faces can get kind of funky. Sometimes it's a little weird. Yeah. And I'm like, but for the most part, everything else I do like this, this issue felt very, very tame and calm for being the ultimate conclusion. Uh, and there's just it did feel like there's a lot of talking and then what felt like oh yeah we need some action in here so they did like two or three pages of a fight and then superman said enough and then they wrapped it all up and it was like oh well that was quick uh i think widow said on his twitter that it was a an, an ending that nobody would see coming and i think that's true I won't say what happens, but I was pretty surprised by how it ended. Um, benefits that this is a self-contained story to where he could, you know, basically do whatever he wanted. And so in the in the end for a series that I thought was uh, pretty damn good, I think it ended on a fine to good level. Um, so it was riding a good wave and it ended on a little bit of like a fine. Like I said, fine, good. So go ahead. Where did you land on this? Uh, this is a dud for me, man. A dud. It ends just the ending because you've been with yeah. me on the series, right? Yeah, like, no. Overall, it. it's been great. I, I've loved it, but the ending is just dumb. Um, I feel like I've missed something. I feel like there's an issue that I didn't get to see. I want. I would like to see this. Uh, like I'm gonna. I'm just, I'm, this may be spoilers, so just you know, whatever. But I want to see like this tribunal this like court hearing. I feel like we didn't get that. And then to get the ending we got, I was like, yeah. Oh man, this is kind of, it wasn't even about like the revelation about Kryptonians as much as it was having to deal everything with Superman in the end. Like, I feel like there's an issue that we just didn't get. You know, I feel like this probably is a little bit of a I do, I do res- like, I do respect the sense of not everything has to be 12 issues. Not everything has to be ongoing series. So we're going to go with eight, but I'm with you too. Um, next month, Beyond the White Knight wraps up, and I've I've read that one too. And to compare how much stories in those eight issues compared to how much stories in this eight issues, there's a big difference. And saying that in the sense of I agree with you on almost feels like we're missing an issue or two. 
because then also in the end was Superman just went and hid because he thought if they think I left, then I then they'll leave. And it's like to an extent I can get that. But then that's the big almost like a big revelation at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, oh, really? Huh? OK. And maybe it'll read better reading collected. But I don't even know that much either because you and I were all in a month ago before we read this one. We were all in on it still. So yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it was it was off to a great start. And like the first seven issues are really kind of cool. And that first yeah. issue, like you said, like was such a shocking like revelation to us. We were like, oh wow, this is really great. And, Unpredictable and like what happened yeah. to the current Justice League and how Batman forms a new Justice League and stuff like that. It's like, huh. You disguised a new Justice League story inside of a Batman book, and it worked mm-hmm. for me. It was, it was like, all right, this is cool, and yeah, yeah. And I just and there's just some cool things that happen within the story. It's just the the ending is just like, ugh, it just feels very rushed. Yeah. So there you go. Um, probably coming to DC Universe Infinite Ultra in February. Well, that's a that's a big change in pitch right there. Um. I'm trying to think. So I led that one. All right, we'll just do the next because I don't want to abandon the order of the list. Pete, Batman, One Bad Day, Bane number one. Written by Joshua Williamson. Art by Howard Porter. Mm -hmm. I think this, I think the art physically holding this book in your hands, smelling those pages and all that. I think the art is actually pretty damn good. I forgot how to pronounce the name um, of colors. Is it Tomu? Mori, sure. T o m e u Mori. Um, it, it, we know that name. Pop. He's popped up on comics for years. Uh, I think the look of this book is great. I think the story's okay. Um, I really dug this story. Really, I do. Like as a story in and of itself, I think it, it is cool. Uh, mm-hmm. to me, it's hard for me to sit there and think of almost like Batman and Bane or. Uh, allies. I mean, we just worked in together. Just on read a bit? story about Batman and the Joker working together. <laughs> I know, but that one, there's, it's, I don't know. It's, I'm a little conflicted because I read it and I was kind of like, hmm. And then I talked to, I already referenced him uh, from I Am Bane, uh, the guest Austin Rodriguez, and he's a big Bane guy. And Ooh. he wasn't feeling this because he's like, it's Bane in the light. I don't, I, that's not my jam. And I'm like, you know, that's kind of how I feel too. The re- if, you don't like the, retired Bane? This one bad day series is almost, you know, it's supposed to give each villain their killing joke, essentially. And to me, it's is almost like, oh, I didn't, I don't think, and like thinking about it that way, I don't think that this is Bane's killing joke. You know, it's just like, oh, it's just a, a Bane comic, which Haas might read and think differently and come after me. Because he doesn't like it when I talk about Bane, um. But that, like, in thinking about it in that context, it's like I do feel a little like it was all right. But then, as a story, just on its own, and trying to I like strap, a lot like, more cut than that out, ones. then I'm like, yeah, I'll read this again. I like it. So, what do you uh, think? This is one of the better ones, in my opinion. I really enjoyed okay. Bane kind of going for uh, revenge into revenge. And I kind of like the idea that a retired Bane is searching out for Venom and trying to prevent it. Like, it's kind of cool to me how Venom, Venom Bane is kind of like overcome his drug addiction. Like it almost makes him a little bit more relatable. 
You know, if you kind of give him the drug addiction angle, as opposed mm-hmm. to him just being this beefed up, hulked up thing. Like, it, it, I don't know why. It, 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 I, I like the addition of it to the mythology of Bane. Like, oh, he, he's just really addicted to Venom. You know, like, I kind of like yeah. how that's kind of like progressed over the years. As a, He's not relying like, on it. Yeah, sometimes he's like, it's. it feels like some interpretations of Bane, like he just uses Venom to get big. Uh, uh, Nolan made it like a more of a painkiller. This makes it more of a, like a drug addiction. It seems like, um, and I kind of, I kind of dig that he goes out to try to put it, try to get rid of it. Um, and then I don't know. I just, I just, I was really just cool watching them just go on the hunt and everything. I just, this has been. I what else? What was it? it was Riddler? The Penguin was really good. I didn't dig the Riddler one. Riddler, Two Face, Penguin, Mister. Yeah, Freeze, Riddler, Two Face, I wasn't like so high on. This one, I like more. Mr. Freeze Penguin, had one, right? I think Penguin, Penguin was still best. my favorite. Yeah. I'm with you on... Um, did you say Two-Face is your least favorite, probably? No, I think Riddler was. Riddler Two-Face is, is probably above uh, Two-Face. I think two... I've liked them all. You two, have, yeah. uh Various... Dis- Excuse me? I said, you have, yes. <laughs> I, thought, I said, you haven't. And I said, excuse uh. me? Excuse me, Peter. Um... No, because remember, I got nervous for a while. I was like, I don't know. Like, this is these books are expensive. I don't know if I like this. And then Penguin came, and I was like, Oh god, I love you, Ozzy. classic, classic Ozzy. If someone could write like a solo Penguin series, I would like love them. Huh. so crazy. Yeah, stay tuned. Uh, I'm like, I'm down for Batman even a mini. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just down for like some monthly Oswald. Yeah. See, but that story was right was up there in like. I don't, there's a, a lot more to it in the sense of I know it just speaks to the character but Penguin the strength was because of the story and it didn't abort the Penguin character it was like another from rags to riches like he worked his way up to get where he needed to be again mm-hmm. whereas this almost just felt like Bane's retired he's gonna go destroy Venom and then that's you know what I mean like I don't know that there's that much substance to it but it's also like well they're also different characters i do get what you were saying about this being not not really being bane's killing joke and i was like oh well that's actually a decent point because that's like the kind of the whole angle of this book but i still think it's a good enough story that i don't have to care about that at least my opinion but i think i think people are waiting for when they start to do the hardcover releases of them and collect them together uh and then probably a lot of people are waiting for it to drop on digital so it's hard for me unless something completely people. blows my mind to recommend like a high price book like this and just flat out say you must buy this. Like Penguin, I would be like, yeah, I really think it's worth your time and money to buy that when it came out. Um, but this was still still good. So just say that. Okay. Next up, Batman Superman, World's Finest, number 11. Pete, you did the work this month. You did some back reading. I Tell actually do what you have in your hands right now. I haven't read it yet, but I did buy what? Worlds. I haven't read it yet. It's You're fraud. No, I've you, <laughs> really how many books I had to read just for you. <laughs> you just you just flash it around and say, see, I did the work, and then you don't. You'd break a I, lot of people's hearts if you were that I way. Just people. bought I haven't read it yet. Okay. I haven't read Phew. it yet. All right. Worlds never finest. meet your heroes, people. Never <laughs> number one seventy-eight. <laughs> This book was 12 cents back in the day. And I don't know how it connects to this version of World's Who's Finest. Who's on that? But... Who drew that cover? This Why don't you co- just tell us who drew that? That's Neil it's Adams. Cool. The one you have Is in it your Neil hands. Adams? Yeah. Are you sure? I have to check. I don't know. I I, I, I don't know. 
but I bought it because it involves the suit that John, uh, that David wears in uh, in Mark Wade's world's, world's finest. I, I found it on Twitter. People were talking about it, so I had to. Once I found out that the that this suit actually comes from some other point, I had to read it. And apparently, um, the story revolves around Superman basically giving giving up his powers or losing his powers somehow, and he's convinced he can be just as good of a hero as Batman and Green Lantern as an ordinary man. So he comes up with this like, and this is like the suit he wears. So that's I thought that was interesting. I haven't read the book itself, but I read up on it. Um, so Mark, I'm, Mark Wade did the work. I, I guess I don't know, but it, it still doesn't like I'm trying to figure out how it compares to a uh, young David over here, you know, like, uh, yeah, it, it's like some, you read there's it, a like link. Yeah. So I'm wondering where like it was even Mark Wade or was it the artist? Like it could have been a, like, was this a Dan Mora idea? You know, man, I don't know. I feel like, hmm, that's good. I feel like that's more Mark Wade. If I had to put money on it, but OK, maybe the link's there. But yeah, um. Neil Adams drew it. Yeah, Neil the, Adams. The Batman, oh, Neil Adams Gasper illustrated. Saldano, I believe that is the colorist. I'm assuming. There you go. But that's cool. Oh, cool. It's it's weird. It does. It almost doesn't really look like Adams Batman. The ears are very short. It's your, it's your boy. I think it's some of his some of his earlier work though. Yeah, it's uh, and I'm just trying to like I'm like that's so, like I read a lot of Neil Adams uh, uh, Green Arrow just by. <laughs> Because that's it. Like it's like it's like Batman and Green Lantern, Green Arrow, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, I'll have to check it out. Uh, thanks for pulling. Up. But you know me, I love me some Neil Adams. But yeah, back to the current book. Um, the yeah. current book was really interesting. Um, you know, because David's out of conflict, they don't know what to do. But Batman, and Superman, they're like, what, what are they going on? And all of a sudden, you know, David fights the key, and then the key ends up saving David somewhere else. Like David saves the day, but he's going like he's being teleported to like a different Earth. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like this guy, this this little kid with all these powers is multiverse hopping, and he's trying to learn how to be a hero. And um, you know, I'm interested to see where this goes. Like, I had no idea from that first world's finest arc if I was going to like this book, and this book has really just taken over. The story is very heartwarming and felt. And uh, it, it, <laughs> the end of the book, Laura, what did you think at the end of the book? Because I know the it's gag, the no, gag. It's, it's it's just gog, right? Gag, it's just gog. Gag. Two of Ryan's favorite characters have popped up this week, this month in books. Ten-Eyed Man and Gog. Gag. There you go. That's for Kowalski and Garrett because both of them were really their their day was shattered because I didn't instantly recognize Magag at last issue or the issue before. Um, This issue, though, I mean, how did you? How do you not know who Magog is? Like it was just fuzzy to me. Really? I don't know. I'm not ashamed that I don't know like a Magai. Like <laughs> you should be more embarrassed. <laughs> you didn't know who Geoforce is personally. I'm just saying that's way more embarrassing than yeah. not knowing. Let, you know what? Let me step away from this nerd world and go into the real world <laughs> and see how many people make fun of me because I don't know Geoforce. And they'd probably say, Oh, that hamster movie, G Force. <laughs> just like I keep telling you. Uh, <laughs> this issue though I thought was fun. Um, I Dan Moore is a very exciting, exciting artist right now. Mm-hmm. Still, I mean, we've been on his graces for a while. Uh, he's mm-hmm. he's just doing like great. Um, elements in this story that aren't necessarily my cup of tea, but like the core of Batman and Superman and and with uh 
this new kid and then bringing in some of the Titans and stuff like that, that stuff works for me. So that's kind of what I definitely attach to. And I think that those moments are really cool and really good. And the whole threat of uh, David, right? Yes, I'm just... yes, David. I was going to call him John I said, earlier. <laughs> oh, John. Um, the fact of him almost cross, you know, crossing the line, they're trying to keep him in check and stuff. I think that's always a good um, element to a story, especially when he's powerful, because it's like, I don't know, he's a kid and kids don't have their stuff controlled yet. So I think that's always a, that can always be a really good plot point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, he should, at the end, he's with Gag. So, I mean, we'll just see. See what comes of that, right? I didn't. I didn't know Garrett. I didn't know Garrett and Kowalski got on you because of Magog. They were very disappointed that I didn't know Magog. I'm glad so. I'm not the only one who gets disappointed in you. <laughs> That's a great feeling. <laughs> it really is because sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I was too hard on Ryan, and then I was like, no, he doesn't know who Gog is. And I was like, oh, thank God, somebody, nope. somebody, like you know, Geo Forces. Yeah, and then Ryan's like, I do spend time with God. And then I'm a really nice know? guy, and I don't say, "Oh yeah, let's let's play some." Do you guys are you aware of this, 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 or this? No, 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 no. Exactly. I'm very disappointed in you. <laughs> but God forbid, I don't know Magag. So you can talk with Mira on my tombstone if you want to put Magog on there somewhere. <laughs> why, why would I do that, Ryan Lauer? Magog I was unsure of Magog. But like anyways, that, if you really want that, I can give her have that arranged. I don't. She will say absolutely not. <laughs> uh, let's go to the twenty fourth now, Pete. Here you go, your book, Detective Comics number ten sixty eight. Uh, this was a good two face story at at the heart of it. Um, I still could care less about whatever Ron V's trying to tell me about these crazy people, but um, the two face stuff I thought was pretty brilliant. And it's like, oh, man, if you can just give him, like, a real... If he could just write, like, a character with some, like, you know, just regular mm-hmm. villains instead of trying to tie in it out, um, he could really do something really special. Um, um, it's like, I feel like... I kind of feel like Justin, like, you know, like Justin, like, complained about uh, Tynan's run. Like, I feel like that's how I'm complaining about V's run right now. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, and so, you know... the. the it, it's just it's a at heart it's like it's a really good two face story. So I'm like, what about you? What did you think of the two face stuff? Or what did you think? Uh, what did you I, I like the whole, I like the two face stuff quite a bit, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. There's. It's just. I mean, I've said it enough on here that people don't need to hear me say it again. It's like a, all those other elements and this new family that came into Gotham and all that. It just doesn't do anything for me, and I'm I'm. For me, I've read enough into this arc that if I'm in, I'd have been in by now. Yeah. And I'm not. So what's that say? And I didn't the last issue end where I said it just felt like an abrupt ending, like Batman's just jumping into the fire of the neighborhood that's I don't remember off the top of my head. And then in, in here, it's like, where do we where do we get Batman? He's in the Batplane. And then he jumps into the I mean, not even that area. He fights he fights the werewolf. Yeah. And it's, I, so it's kind of like, I don't know, that's where I feel like all that, like that's a little disjointed to me. And so I really want to make it a mission of mine because I've checked with some people who finally got to read this run and they like it. So I'm like, I want to make Javi, it. didn't you? No. Well, <laughs> I know Javi's thoughts on this. Um, Javi loves it. He's, no, I don't think he loves it. 
Okay. Uh, I just assumed. I think he's closer to you and I, but he's more positive on it than you and I are. Okay. Uh, I want to go back and read it though, because I read the first like couple issues like twice, I think, and then I've only read it once since. And I kind of want to give it another shot and see how, and then basically I'll be able to just like be firm in how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. This is not one that I'm all that excited about reading when I get to it. I started reading the backup. I didn't enjoy it, so I just stopped. The backup reminds me of one of Spurrier's other backups. I think it was like the Coda or something like that. It was just and that, it was you just did bad. not like. Yeah, yeah I don't okay. like that. Oh, yeah, God. So, like, so he's back at it. It's pissing me off. God damn it, Spurrier. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, and so, like, in the end, I mean, you don't need to hear us just be broken records about it. We'll try, like, you know, I just kind of saying what we think of it and it, nothing new really, but we did give positives. He wrote a good two face. I loved when Batman confronted Mr. Freeze last issue or the issue that before. And I was like, that was great. I like that a lot. Beautiful it's this other, the other family that got, no, that's just not doing anything for me at yeah. all. So me, uh, Batman Gotham Knights Gilded City number four. This one was all right. I, I think the weakest so far. You think so? Yeah, I I, I like it, but I think nothing got me. I mean, this was what, like 75% the backstory. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I thought they did a good job going back between present and, and, uh, you know, with their non-linear timeline in the the past. Mm -hmm. Um, I dug all the Vandal Savage stuff, and I also dug all the stuff with Drake. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Or Robin, I'm assuming it's Drake, right? Because they were flash, yeah, they were flashbacks. Uh, yeah, I, I'm digging this. I think this is a cool. This tie-in is for a video game a lot better than I thought it would be. A lot I'm, better, and than I'm there too. Of like for sure, even though I say of of the four issues, I think this is you know the weakest of the four. But I thought last issue was it's like that's still like really to me like a B. So which is its worst outing is a B. So it's like great. I think that's <laughs> like, better than Detective. Yeah, but it is that's nuts to me. Video game tie-in series, I'm enjoying more than a legacy title. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. It's it's fun. I like the Vandal Savage inclusion, and I don't know. I did. Let's, I enjoyed that. We'll a see lot. where this is going. It's cool. And then when this wraps up too, we'd have to check in with like uh, someone who's played the game, so Hoss, Hoss or, or Micah. Clow or Micah, and see like, hey, it's how is this factored into the game? Does it at all? So. Um, a nice surprise this mini series, yeah. and then told you prep yourself because it was a double ship month of one bad day, and this time we get Batman one day da- one bad day Catwoman, mm-hmm. written by G Willow Wilson with art oh, and colors it. by Jamie McKelvey McKelvey Machiavelli Machiavelli yes, <laughs> uh, you've read a lot more like Catwoman issues like of her title and stuff than I yeah. have, but I felt like this, this definitely felt like a, you know, a Catwoman story, oh, a yeah, little baby. bit of the vibe, not mm-hmm. the total like sixties era, but you know, Catwoman hunted that movie that came out last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I, I think felt. elements of that kind of felt yeah. like similar, which I think is a, a cool, you know, heist. Yeah. Heist ish. Um, and the nice, nice little twist with, with the story. And the mm-hmm. one character, it didn't oh, yeah. make it feel almost like it was just kind of ending, though. 
left that part open-ended. So I don't know if that'll be a continuation elsewhere, somewhere down the line. I don't know. But as far as a contained story here, I thought this was a, this was a cool one. Yeah. Uh, I was, I think this is probably uh, right up there with penguin. I think nice. it's that good. Um, it's, it's a really cool personal story for Selena. Um, I like what they did with Maggie. The Maggie has been interpreted of various sort of ways throughout the years. Either she's kind of been, a vegetable or she's been a nun or she's kind of been MIA and now she's just kind of hitting. So you can see her now she's struggling um, and she's kind of doing this thing for her sister. It's kind of reminds me of their mother and it's, it involves stealing things and Catwoman and Batman. And it's really cool. And there's a cool twist. And then it's kind of someone out Catwoman's Catwoman. And then she, you know, Selena, she doesn't yeah. give in very easily. So she's got to get her payback and just, Oh man, this is brilliant. And uh, I mean, can we please get uh, Miss Wilson on more Bat books because she is phenomenal. I mean, I'm loving what she did with Poison Ivy. This Catwoman standalone is fantastic. Uh, I need a, I need more Willow Wilson. I need ASAP. ASAP now. ASAP. Like ASAP Rocky. <laughs> of course, uh, Pete. And surprisingly, that does it for the That's main it. portion That's of it. books. That's it. So what's next? What's next, Ryan? Say it. Say it, Ryan. Say it. Uh, Batman and Friends. Batman and Friends. TM, TM Ryan Haas. Yeah, we said last month. Like, I like, I like that working out a little bit more. Um, Haas said it to us, and I think that I think that'll stick. Well done, Ryan Haas. Pete, um, this this book caught a little bit of heat this month. Oh, really? I actually Do, forgot about until you mentioned. <laughs> That's how big of a deal it is to me. The Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing, number four. Uh, another solid from Matthew Rosenberg. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm blanking on the, the name of the artist. You have it in your hands right there. Uh, D, you may even pronounce this. Like D. Gemenico? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, good continuation. All in the halls of the of a hospital. Um trippy stuff messed up stuff classic joker being joker um dg dim domenico okay uh yeah it's just another great variant cover from libra mayo story's cool working and yeah you actually you did it you got the bermeo version i'm proud of you yeah it's cool story's good the backups have been trippy and like out there Mm-hmm. wonderfully illustrated from, from uh francesco francovia and the in this one out of context it's classic and is a perfect example of people do not read stories and that people don't do the work people don't know what they're commenting on and instead just reacted to a headline and an image uh, and reading the whole story it was complete it was just ridiculous yeah. not the story the reaction to one panel like the story is ridiculous so stupid <laughs> <laughs> the story so is stupid ridiculous um but overall like i the, the primary story i'm dying to find out what's going on these is there two jokers is there three jokers like how many jokers are there four jokers three jokers four two jokers. jokers four jokers you know <laughs> there's not four batmans for yeah. as love say it we heard we heard uh, the great and powerful Zaslav say that. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. Like, I just you know, like uh, it's it, it's got me on the edge of my seat. And Rosenberg has earned the right to just you know 
confused the hell out of me. I'm like, oh, where's this going? What's this? And it's like, oh, they lost the Joker. Is that guy the Joker? And did the Joker kill this woman? And it's like, what's going on? Was it like her last dying wish? And like, did yeah. he actually do something right? Like, like holy cow! Like, I'm I'm tripping balls here. And then the primary story, I mean, the backup story is even crazier. Where the Joker's like. He's like pretending to go out on dates with all these superheroes, but they're capturing him, and then he <laughs> gets away, and then he has this like mud baby, and everyone's confused because Clayface. Think... Yeah, clay there's face. like he swallowed Clayface, who then popped out of his mouth, and that was him pregnant. Was it? Like, was it his mouth? That's not even. Oh yeah, he threw him up. That's right. So that's it. He yeah. puked up. They're like, you're pregnant, so he's not pregnant. He's just bloated. He's not pregnant. He's bloated with <laughs> Clayface. The Joker who has out some, of his mouth. Some guy look at his taint. <laughs> yeah, hello. <laughs> And it's Dr. Phosphorus. But all, all people <laughs> and saw... And then he pukes up a, a Clayface baby. <laughs> not all people. The reaction was the panel of your boy Gaggy saying you're pregnant. And he's yeah. just got his, he's got a big old belly. Nobody did the work, like Pete and I like to, and understood the context of that panel, in which it wasn't even true. So That's like when I, re- when I remember reading this, <laughs> and like, it didn't phase me, and then like... All of a sudden, Tucker Carlson's commenting on it, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what is going on?" And then Firing Rosenberg's talking about no it on reason. Twitter. And Rosenberg, just... I feel like he's not that active on Twitter, but oh, there. I want to say that, like, I mean, got uh, the word out about his comic book, right? Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully, people hate bought it and uh, helped DC Comics out a bit. Yeah. I, I thought that I saw somewhere that the value of that went up a little bit too. No, that's well, a lie. Really? Oh, well, actually, on on eBay you can buy Bermejo's variant for twenty seven dollars. Hey oh, hey oh! Look at us, Pete. Whoop, whoop. Look at that. That's called investing. <laughs> investing. It's finally paying off. My Bermejo yeah. copies. <laughs> My Bermejo. All right, so then uh, Gotham City, year one, number four. As you heard on this show last episode, the great uh, Tom King was a guest on here, Who? which is still uh, crazy to me that Who? I got to talk to Tom King on here. Yeah, he, he writes some comic books. Yeah, Tom um, King? He, he surprised the hell out of me with this and how he said that apparently nobody's reading this book. And I'm like, comic book readers, what are you doing? You need to read uh, Gotham we, City Year One. We love this. In fact, you know me. No, oh. one, no one loves Slam Bradley more than me. I, I mean, that's I right. was all about this. So that's what Tom King does best is he takes characters nobody really knows. And I feel bad if there's a whole generation who doesn't know about Slam. Uh, you should check out Brubaker's Catwoman run as well because he's heavily featured in that. But uh, this was just more the same. Just I love the old school feel of Gotham. It's dirty. It's yeah. nasty. Slams getting beat up and bruised, and it's just got that noir feel. Like I feel like I've just been out of the bar drinking with Slam, and now he's going out and hooking up with girls in his apartment. And it's just, it's just like beating the hell out of the detective who beat yeah, the hell out just, of him. <laughs> it feels like an old. It feels. It feels like Chinatown. It really does. Mm. Like it feels like Chinatown. And this, it's just phenomenal. Like, I love this book more than anything. This is probably like, this is up there with Deadly Duo. It's like, I can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah, I get I get excited to read this. Art by Phil Hester. Need to shout yeah. out Phil Hester as well. Um, but I think that this is a great book in which I was able to ask him quickly how many issues it's going to be. And it's only going to be six. So we've only got two left. Uh, sure. Then it'll be collected in a trade or hardcover. And if you missed out on the the singles i can't recommend enough read it on dc universe infinite ultra or buy the hardcover or track down the singles i don't know do something and, and read it though i don't think you'll be disappointed it's awesome um poison ivy number eight uh 
I don't, the series, as weird as like it might sound, like the series is fun to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's trying to. What do you want to say? Be groundbreaking or anything, but it's like it does a good. It's a, it's not a disservice to Poison Ivy. Like no. it it merits its own its own series, its own mini series. And I I don't know. I think it's good. I like this character that she. Because I don't, I just don't feel like Poison Ivy changes, and I think that's the thing that can be troublesome if a villain gets their own book is like they change because now they get you got they're the lead, they've got to be compelling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think that she's that she's changed, you know. Well, and I, I like that's that. a strength. It adds some weight to Ivy, you know. Mm-hmm. She, she, she clearly she's got her her evil side, but she cares about people the same, and she just care about the planet. It's weird. Sometimes she doesn't care about. Pe- she says she doesn't care about people, but she loves people an awful lot. Like mm-hmm. this woman Janet, you know, she still loves Harley deep down. It's like she just still lo- there. There's things about the human race, or I guess the species of human. I don't know what exactly the right terminology is that she does have some sort of affection for, but it only it only comes out uh, every so often, but. I don't know. Like, I think Willow's really just crushing it right now. This, I mean, th- this book's very interesting. It, it's taken turns. I didn't know it was going to do or suspect. And I've kind of just in- enjoyed following Ivy for eight issues on her trip across the country. Like it's, it's been interesting. It's been fun. I've, I've, I've had, you know, a lot of enjoyment just reading all of her antics. So mm-hmm. I'm, I hope it continues and I hope it goes forward. And I can't wait to see where it happens or where it ends. Yeah. So this is issue eight, and there's going to be twelve unless upcoming they announce even more. But I think it was originally going to be six, and they announced after like two issues it was extending to twelve or something like that. So I think that's going to be. I think it's going to end at twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nightwing number one hundred. So this is a big celebration issue. You know that because of all the variant covers, but um, falls in line with what you and I have said about this book all along. Like it's a it's a comfortable read. It's a good read. It's fun. Um, good dick grayson's story with i liked how included barbara gordon is mm-hmm. um in this also this seems like it's a good launching point for tom taylor who just announced that a is another a teen titans or titan story series is coming um mm-hmm. this leads i think like a a tease for that an appetizer but i also really like how the story opens up with batman and nightwing at alfred's yeah. tombstone um that was a good scene too so i mean overall still a solid nightwing issue yeah uh we talked we talked about this on straight out of gotham um you know because it sets up the future of or the let's say the ramifications of dark crisis you know that apparently there's no more justice league and the justice league wants the titan well dick grayson to lead the justice league which means the titans is essentially the new justice league and uh they're kind of taking over spot for them which is kind of interesting um mm-hmm. and like i said it, it's uh a lot of people love this book. I think it's very good. I don't think it's anything groundbreaking, but it is very, like you said, it's a very comfortable read, and yeah. uh, it's enjoyable. And it's, I feel, mean, it's, you know, it's, it's very good Dick Grayson content, and I, I love me some Grayson. Um, and I, I appreciated the hundredth issue. I thought it, it uh, paid tribute to what it needed to, and it took uh, Dick into places where we will, uh, you know, where we're going forward now with him and the Titans and. It's interesting to see them there. And it's interesting for the Flash to be a part of the Titans. Like, I know Wally's kind of taken over that mantle now. And, uh, you know, at least it's, I want to see what uh, what that's like. Just, you know, I want to see how people react to, you know, oh, the Flash is on the Titans. Like, I wonder if I wonder if comic book people, like, within the pages of the comic book get confused like normal people do with like, comic book movies. 
Like, you know, like, oh, Christian Bale's re- making a prequel to 89. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, the flashes on the three times. Yeah. Oh, what happened? He got demoted. You go to minors. Like, it's like, what's going on I, here? Yeah, what's going on here? Uh, so I just thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, like, I'm excited for it. Like, it's good stuff. Maybe I will read, uh, I don't know, a new Justice League book. Give it a shot. Because as everyone knows, I'm notorious for not reading team up stuff. So, <laughs> uh, lastly, comes out on July, on January 31st. So, the day that this is dropping dc's harley quinn romances i couldn't find this in the store so this is a, this is a, all you this is a special um i mean an anthology story i was able I to find harley quinn and harley quinn legion of bats <laughs> so the cover so it's playing up the whole like romance novels but at the top of this one it made me think is aquaman right fabio right there yeah because watch out holdman. aquaman <laughs> holding harley quinn so yeah holzman uh, holding Margot Robbie, and it says she was seeking fish sticks, but only a salty sea king could sate her true hunger. That sounds like Holzman to me, baby. All right, a variant cover that I like even more than that, though, plays up on. I'm showing Pete plays up on the That's romance funny. novel motif, but look what's in the background behind Clark. The Brainiac <laughs> ship. That's amazing. Up, up here on the the Kent farm. I just thought that was a lot of fun. But I, the reason that I mentioned this one was because. There is a Batman short story in here. It's called Here's to Jack, Here's to Molly. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a short, like eight pages or maybe 10 pages, something like that. And it's actually just like a lot of fun. Um, it's two people on a date and Batman's being Batman and spying on people. And then uh, trouble abounds by a villain, a new villain. And then Batman basically has to, this couple that gets involved in a villain and, and Batman's clashing. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's fun. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so that's just why I mentioned that one. I mean, for DC Universe people, track it down. I mean, I, I didn't read any other stories in it. I just read the Batman one. Track it down when it goes digital. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Pete, go ahead. Any others that you have to mention? Um, Batgirl's 14. Uh, I dug. It's a cool Cassandra Kane story. She's looking for Stephanie Brown. Stephanie's kind of been kidnapped. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, she's trying to, you know, erase against time to save Stephanie's life essentially. So that's cool. Uh, everyone knows I've been praising that story for a long time. Catwoman 51 Catwoman's in jail. She's arrested after her whole shenanigans with punchline and everything like that. So that's really cool. It's cool to see this stuff. Um, and she's in jail, breaking out of jail, doing things. So it's cool to see Catwoman in prison. Um, I like that. It reminds me of Zdarsky when, uh, daredevil went in prison and that was cool. Um, also Harley Quinn number 26, uh, the Harley multiverse. This is basically Harley Quinn, uh, f- uh, no way home. Uh, I think you guys should all check this out. It's absolutely insane. It's a lot of fun. Harley Quinn versus other Harleys throughout the universe. Um, so it's really nuts. And there's a really cool variant cover that makes me think of uh, clockwork orange. So, Ooh. Uh, yeah. So I would check that out. So those are my three recommendations. Oh, and actually, I think we should include this in Batman and Friends, Ryan, is Justice yeah. Society of America. This title is fascinating. I meant to um, read the I meant to read those. Because the main getting... character is Helena Wayne, obviously the daughter of Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle, Batman and Catwoman. Batman is dead. She's searching through <gasps> the multiverse for the murder of her father and it's a really cool justice society almost got like an earth two vibe written by very, who? written by the, the main girl. man jeff johns right? right 
can do mm-hmm. no wrong. So it's cool. And it's she wants to honor her father, Batman, with her detective skills and figuring out who this is. So I, I really I think you would dig this. I think this is amazing content. Um, it's cool. I'm still I'm, I'm loving the JSA vibe. I've been on a JSA kick since Black Adam, um, a movie that I did enjoy. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, th- this is just I mean, when John's is doing stuff like this, I mean, the guy is just absolutely brilliant. Uh, he's a fantastic writer and he. No one does the twists and turns better than Jeff Johns when it comes to stuff like this. So I really, I think everyone should be reading this. I think, Laura, you should be reading this. Uh, Your lore of the DCU will be growing uh, exponentially. I'm always a student. Even with Batman, I'm always a student. And hey, last time that you really pushed a book on me, you remember, you know where I'm going with this. No, I don't. Justice League, Endless Winter. I did. What was the outcome of that? Remember how I felt about that one? It was so much fun. It was, it was one like of the most one fun Justice League stories I ever read in my life. Yeah. It really was. And I, you, you talk know, like to me said, enough. You know, I, I don't like team ups. That I'll be all right with this and I won't be all right with this. You're like, is this going to be Batman Adventures season three continues or is this going to be Ten Eyed Man shows up at the end of Detective? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> one of them I like. One of I them I was nah. really into Ten Eyed Man. He was in that uh, Arkham City Brave New World. Remember that story? Mm-hmm. Arkham, remember that Arkham City came? It just finished recently. He was like the main star of that. So. I was wondering the next time we show, I did not expect it to be in Detective Comics. I did not expect it to be within you know, a month or two. So that series overall you liked? Yeah, it was it was some trippy okay. stuff, man. It really was. It explores Gotham City in, in a I different I just didn't way. want to add it to our monthly because I think at that point we were in the midst of our 30 books a month and shit. And I was like, I'm not going to add another one. I'll just wait for... The content. problem with that one, man, it was so good. You should have added it. That's the problem. No. It was Damn. so... And it's such a, it's so obscure, you know, it's like, whoa, uh, if you could track the trade down, because I know you, you read things only in trades. Hoopla. Uh, digital trade, sorry. Uh, you could probably, you know, you would enjoy that. Hoopla benefits, okay? Because it's how I'm discovering a lot of like books and horror stories that I hadn't read. And then because I like them so much, then I will go track down and buy it. So okay, go. Right, Hoopla is right. the greatest app of all time. Okay, okay. Stop it right there, Pete. Okay. I don't know why you hate it. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Come again. <laughs> All right, Pete. Thanks for coming back on. Thanks for doing the work. Uh, spreading Thank the you. good word, the gospel of fun. the Batman. I love talking about Batman. It's so why don't you go ahead and plug away where people can follow you and all of your um, lies. PV you can, back issues. Yeah, that's a hashtag I use on Twitter. You can follow me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, um, Zack Snyder's favorite platform, Vero, at Pete Illustrated. If you are into Hasbula. I run the largest Hezbollah fan account based in New Jersey uh, on True story. at uh, Pete Illustrated. So check that out if you're a big fan of Hezbollah. Um, you can follow uh, my news-based podcast, uh, and you can listen to it straight out of Gotham on Instagram and Twitter at straight underscore O underscore G. Um, I do that with the champion of Long Island, the Coli, the man who turned your mom off from the Aquaman, <laughs> Eric Holzman. We did together. Uh, I also do a Spider-Man podcast that I co-host with Nicholas and Nico Caruso uh, from the Vigilante 1939. Uh, that is Italians for Spidey on Twitter. Check us out there. I've been trying to wrangle up. Nico is like running all over, living the Theo Epstein life, and he's just been crazy. So we're trying to track him down. We're trying to get a new episode down, but our lives are just so crazy. Daddy Batman has been scouting for the Cubs, and uh, <laughs> you know I've just been too busy working. So everyone's going off and not frolicking in different ways. Uh, you can check out at Team Yellow Oval on social media we do that as a fun little project as we get excited for keaton returning in the flash we uh he's coming two weeks he's going to be in the super bowl so i uh, oh get boy. ready for that baby because of the goats coming and all you guys yes. have doubted the power of the goat 
Suck it, fanboy. Uh, let's see what else I got. I'm all over BatmanFilm.com. I got comic reviews there. I got rented interviews. BatmanFilm YouTube. I got toy reviews and other stuff there. Interviews with Michael Uselin. So I'm Everywhere. all over there. And every everything. month, every month I appear on this show, the Batman Book Club, once at least. Yeah. For the monthly wrap-up show. And that's where I get to not frolic with Ryan Lauer. That's where he frolics with me. Last month, people got a Christmas gift, and they got two Peter Vera appearances. So... That'll happen. Sometimes that happens. It's we should crazy. when we should do we should go like Hanukkah one year and just go eight, eight episodes. Do every oh, different man. month. That'd be nuts. That'd be like here. All right, happy Hanukkah, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> eight crazy nights. Eight um, crazy if you want to follow the Batman Book Club on Twitter and Instagram, you can do that at the Batman DC for upcoming episodes, uh, latest episode drops, sometimes even some giveaways. And yeah, I'll be making an um i'll be like i'll be giving a heads up our boy doug he he appreciates the heads up on what stories are coming so he can do the work because doug does the work doug likes um, to listen to the show after he reads that's right and so um i'll make a post of that what's coming up in february got some good books covering then make sure to subscribe to the batman book club youtube channel repeat here is my my usual co-pilot going on the road to no man's land we have two parts left and then we're off to no man's land so pay attention to the feed there because there's going to be more of that developing on the youtube channel um if you want to let's see no do some backlogging last episode with tom king if you haven't listened to it not just because i'm on it but because tom king was very nice and generous and open with all of his uh answers and just told a lot of good stories and gave a lot of cool insight on his batman run so that's definitely worth checking out. And on the YouTube channel is the video version of that episode. So if you want to see Tom and I's faces as we talk to each other, um, you can go to YouTube and do that. If you want to support the show, a variety of ways you can do it. Number one, patreon.com slash thebatmanbc. Two, go to tpublic.com, type in TBBC for the Batman Book Club, and pick some kind of merchandise if you want and slap the, the logo on there. But if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, it's 100% A-OK, the quickest easiest and most impactful thing you can do is rate and review the show wherever you listen to it. So whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, Amazon, wherever, just go to the rate and review page, rate and review the show because the more reviews it gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as Pete and I both know, the word is penicious. Perfect. So for <laughs> the Italian, I am Ryan Lauer. And uh, until next time, we're not the